Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Beachwood Kehila Shari Tshuva podcast. We continue in Shari Shon, the first gate, and we are in Ot Hey. Rabbi Yonah has been trying to explain to us the harmful nature of delaying in the Tshuva process. That if a person sins, God forbid, they should engage in the Tshuva process as quickly as possible. He says that's what the Tamidei Chachamim do. The Xilim, the fools, however, the people who are asleep at the wheel, so they delay the Tshuva process. And we said that that is particularly bad because, number one, it's like a slap in the face of Hashem. He's given us this great opportunity, this great gift of the Tshuva process process to fix our mistakes, to restore our relationship, to prevent his anger, God forbid, to prevent a punishment, God forbid, and we're not taking advantage of that. That's number one. That makes our sin almost worse because we didn't take advantage of that gift. Number two, as we spoke about yesterday, uh, if I really have engaged in the tshuva process soon after I've sinned and I feel really bad about it and I recognize how terrible that I felt, so then if the opportunity to sin uh, presents itself, I probably will not make that decision again. I will probably not engage in the sin because I remember how how bad it was. But if I never took stock, if I never really stopped to think about the sin that I committed, so there's a good chance that I'll fall for the same trap. And the Yitzhahara will get me once again. Rabbi Yonah now in Odei tells us that there's another reason to engage in the tshuva process immediately. Because it's not just that there's a good chance I might fall for the same uh, mistakes, I might fall for the same traps of the Yitzhahara, but more than that, the Yitzhahara is going to come after me for sure. He says, Hashinid, another reason, when a person, God forbid, repeats a sin, chivato kasha makes the chiva process even more difficult. If you sin once and then you engage in the chiva process, obviously it's still difficult, but it's not that difficult. But after a second time, that makes the chiva process really, really difficult. Because when I repeat the sin, so it becomes almost like a heter, something which is permissible, something which is allowed. And that makes my sin extremely severe. Shnamar, the Pasuk says, he, this is from your Behold, you have spoken, but you've done evil things, and it has been able. What do we mean by that? That all those bad things that you did, you got to a point where you felt like, oh, I'm allowed to. I'm, it's permissible to do these types of things. It's as though they're permissible. Like it's something that you're allowed to do, it's within your ability to do, and you have the right to do. Milashon, this is borrowed from the language, he quotes a pasuk from Devarim Perikibet, Lo bisharecha. Shetargumo, the pasuk there is talking about not eating within our gates. Shetargumo, what does the pasuk mean there? Late lach reshu, you do not have permission. So we see this idea of tuchal can mean having permission. Same in, is this pasuk in your meow. But the key is that when I engage in a sin once, it's a bad thing. When I engage in it twice, so now already psychologically it becomes as though something which isn't so bad and something which I can tolerate, something which I can handle, and eventually something that maybe is permissible. And God forbid it could get even worse, something which I think is laudable, something which I should be doing. That's really, really bad news. When a person, God forbid, violates a sin and then they repeat it, like we said, it becomes to that person like it is permissible, like it's something which they are allowed to do. Chazal say about a person who uh, sinned and then repeated that sin, Even worse, uh, in general, Hashem does not uh, hold us accountable for thoughts of, uh, of sinning, right? So if a person planned on doing a sin but never got around to it, with the exception maybe of Avodah, 
Avodah pagan worship. So Hashem does not punish us for having that thought. He doesn't punish us necessarily for the attempt. However, if a person has engaged in a sin multiple times already, and now he's planning on sinning, so even if there's, for whatever reason, some sort of onus, some sort of extenuating circumstance that prevents him from sinning, Hashem will nevertheless equate the machshava kima'aseh. Hashem will treat the thought, he will treat the attempt as though the ma'aseh actually happened. But love ne'amar, and on this, the pasuk tells us again, Yermio, parak vav, anochi mevi Hashem says, Behold, I will bring evil upon this people, uh, bringing upon them the pre the fruit of their thoughts, meaning even that which they planned to do, which was bad. Hashem will punish them. So again, another reason why we need to make sure that we don't delay the tshuva process. Number one, it's a slap in the face of Hashem. Number two, it's not going to prevent me from sinning in the future. And number three, it makes the tshuva more difficult if I do repeat the sin. If I do repeat the sin, it becomes something which I feel at least psychologically is permissible. And that makes tshuva all the more complicated because if I think something's permissible, I don't feel the need to repent for it. And that's why it's really, really important that we prevent that. And worse, if there's a person who engages in a sin multiple times, so at a certain point, Hashem says, I'm going to have to be mitzaref the machshavah You're going to have to be punished not only for the action, but even for the thoughts, even for the attempts to engage in such a sin. Yet another reason to make sure that we don't delay in the tshuva process.